pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome Thursday edition of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast, all presented to you by friends at Fantasy Draft. Please check them out if you haven't done so already. You like the free stuff here at Roto-Grinders, the happy hour, this podcast. And guess what? You can pay it forward by uh, making a deposit over there, playing on their site. And uh, remember, Carolina Millions, only a couple more seats to go in that. And uh, of course... This week, you can find satellites with the NBA contest as well each and every night. I've been having fun chasing those. Hopefully, you can uh, punch that ticket to uh, compete for a million bucks over there on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Obviously, the biggest uh, live final thing they've ever done, and uh, I'm still chasing myself. So, hope to see you over there. Rake-free head-to-head games. Very standardized rake on the site, and uh, players first is their mentality. They're doing a really good job, and we thank them for their support. Uh, we are going to talk NBA today. Obviously, I'm going to make a, talk a little bit of NFL, just kind of strategy-wise, because it's a weird week. And I talked about this on XM, and I sound like a diva, like a daily fantasy tout diva with this. But I think it, it applies for me in my life, and it might be for some of you. And uh, DraftKings in particular this week, I'm not going to play Thursday contests. Because uh, I like to have my mindset, I like to concentrate on one thing, you know, one game set. And a lot of weeks, when you've got Thursday night football, you can just kind of ignore it. You can get away without, you know, using players from it. And the same applies for Monday night football. Um, So you've got two games which, yeah, maybe there's a play or two that you kind of want. But those games rarely are just like head and shoulders better from a fantasy perspective than everything else on the slate. This week, uh, they absolutely are. Thursday night, uh, obviously tonight we got Chiefs versus Oakland. And then the Sunday night game is going to be New England versus uh, Atlanta, which should be offensive fireworks. So for me, like I just want to build that one standard cash game lineup and fire it. Like maybe I'll take a shot in some GPPs on DraftKings. Maybe, probably not with NBA out there. But um, you know them taking out the Sunday night football slate. It's too important of a game for me not to kind of be focused in on. And when I'm building my core lineup for Sunday on DraftKings, like I don't want to, you know, misevaluate things because I've also got you know the Thursday and in Sunday night games. FanDuel, I'm firing Thursday cash and probably not playing anybody in this uh, in this game on Thursday. But obviously now I've got plenty of time to include that Sunday night game because it's on the main slate. So 
Um, that's kind of the way that I'm playing. And now, if you're one of these people who are um, firing uh, on DraftKings here today, uh, then certainly, you know, you better be looking at that Sunday night game because I'll tell you right now, it's going to be offense back and forth. Julio Jones breaks out this week. I've only said that, I feel like, every week, but uh, still survived. Maybe this is the week he goes you know, completely ham. Um, but uh, that New England defense is just absolutely abysmal. But for me, I'm going to concentrate on some NBA today. And I need to concentrate on NBA because I'll tell you why. The sites did a much improved job in terms of their pricing here today on Wednesday or on Thursday than they've done the previous two days. And it's not even close. It's like night and day. Like yes, yesterday, uh, on that eight-game slate, we had value galore. Boston guys have been free, and they've been making value, which, of course, allows you to be able to get Giannis and Tenacumpo and his 60-some-odd fantasy points. Uh, can get you James Harden. You know, build some pretty solid lineups pretty easily. Today, we've got, you know, the player who's coming off arguably the greatest fantasy sports season we've ever seen and Russell Westbrook on the slate, and I don't think he can play him. And you're probably like, Dan, you know, stop sniffing glue early this morning and just tell me to play Russell Westbrook. I can't tell you to play Russell Westbrook today. The salaries are too tight to play Russell Westbrook. And I think the most important thing to remember today, and I know it's a three-game slate, is this isn't the same situation for Russell Westbrook as we had last year. Duh, you know. But they also, I mean, the additions of... Carmelo Anthony and Paul George not only make them a better basketball team, but it should absolutely murder the upside of Russell Westbrook because he's not going to see anywhere near the number of shots that he did before. Uh, I just think it's impossible for that to happen. Uh, He's not going to average, I think, a triple-double this season um, because he doesn't have to. He was the only... When you looked at that team... They had nobody. They had nobody else who even wanted to score the basketball. Now this team is made up of guys who can, you know, take over themselves. And they don't need to necessarily bring back uh, Russell Westbrook early into the game. His minutes weren't actually that crazy last year. That was the amazing thing about his stats were, uh, I think he played quite a few less minutes than somebody like James Harden, but just put up the incredible numbers that he did. But... Uh, I think in your cash games today, you're fading him. Obviously, in a three-game slate, you want to roster somebody who's got big upside, and he still does. But I just think that this new team is uh, is going to have a completely different look to it, and and Westbrook's going to realize, like, listen, I've got to give Carmelo some shots to keep him interested. You know, Paul George is just, you know, one of the best all-around players in the league, especially when you look at defense. He's really, really good. So... Uh, I don't think you can play the price on him. So I'm going to start off my analysis today by saying in cash games, I'm not playing Russell Westbrook. If you think I'm a fish, then find me, take my games. But the build doesn't lend itself to doing it. We had 3K guys all over the place on FanDuel yesterday. We had, you know, 3K guys on DraftKings yesterday. But we don't have those guys. At least I'm not seeing them as of right now. And there's only three games. It's not hard to have, like, hidden players in there. We're going to go through guys. But... Um, he's not going to be a, a player in my builds, and I'll probably even be underweight if I fire in tournaments today. It's just, it's not the, um, it's not the way I like to build a lineup. And last year you could force him in, especially on the larger slates. But 
Uh, until we see the role of him in this team, I'm off of him. So there you go. That's uh, first and foremost. Next, uh, I want to talk a little bit about, actually, we'll just go kind of position by position and go through the this, the slate because uh, I tweeted out this morning, I think it's a tough puzzle. I think it's the toughest puzzle we've had so far this season. And uh, kudos to the sites. You know, we'll rip on them. When, you know, we've got, you know, value galore and lineup building's easy. Um, but when it's tight like this, like, you're going to have to make some tough calls. And I think that Westbrook one for me is is my, where I'm starting in terms of my lineup building. But let's get to point guard. So we already talked about Westbrook. Um, we've got a number of options here to look at. And we'll just kind of talk about them all here. You know, Kyle Lowry, I feel, is uh, is too cheap on probably... Uh, certainly on DraftKings, uh, we get him at, what, 7,900, under 8K over there. And uh, I have a feeling that, you know, he's a guy that I'm probably going to lock in today. I feel pretty comfortable with it. A home game versus Chicago, 13-point favorites. Um, you do worry a little bit, the blowout, maybe they don't play him in the fourth quarter. That's something that certainly can happen. The Bulls are a complete and utter dumpster fire. Um, but I feel pretty comfortable with the salary that I'm paying on him. And the fact of the matter is, the other point guards we have, there's not a lot that you're going to love or feel great about here outside of like Russell Westbrook. You know, Lonzo Ball, I know a lot of people want to play him, and I think there's going to be days to play him. Uh, but I'm a little bit concerned here in this matchup against Patrick Beverly, who is not only a really prideful guy, but he's also one of the best on-ball defenders we have in the league, and I don't think that's going to fit particularly well with Lonzo Ball. The other, but the problem I have with that is, you know, typically I'd look at Patrick Beverly and be like, okay, he's a great play. Let's, like, fire him into our lineups. You know, Lonzo Ball, one thing he doesn't do is play very good defense. Just ask De'Aaron Fox at Kentucky. And, um, you know, you've got no Chris Paul. You've got limited number of ball handlers, maybe. Um, but, you know, Beverly's a guy who's a little banged up himself. And you also have Austin Rivers, you know, coming back. They get Lou Williams. So you just don't know what his role is going to be. I think I, I went through the box scores. He played, I think, one game this preseason, had 21 minutes, and scored like one point. Um, I think he's better than that for sure. But, you know, he's not a gimme price. He's not at 4K. He's at 5,400 over on FanDuel. Uh, and on DraftKings, we get him at 48. Might be a little bit more playable over there. But on FanDuel, I just have a tough time doing it. I mean, Ball, at least I know, is going to be on the court a whole lot. He's going to have the ball in his hands a whole lot. He's probably going to have a lot of turnovers. Um, it's just this one-on-one -on -one matchup makes him really tough to roster. But where else do we go, though? And that's the problem. We got Jerry and Grant here, who is going to be the starting point guard for Chicago. Chicago's got the lowest team total on the board today, around uh, implied around 98. Typically, I'd just be like, let's fade the Bulls, okay? But it's a three-game slate. And you got to remember, though, like, even though there's not a lot of points, I feel like we can predict where they're going to come from. And I feel it's going to be like Jerry and Grant. It's going to be Justin Holliday. Um, those guys are going to be the offensive playmakers on this team. But do I really believe Jerry and Grant's a better play than Lonzo Ball? And that's really a tough spot for me um, today. And I'm on the fence on what, I've, what I'm going to do. On DraftKings, I've got Lonzo Ball in there. I think he's got more double-double upside um, than Jerry and Grant does. 
Um, but then again, Jerry Grant, Grant's 5,300. I guess you could say he's a better play over on on uh, on DraftKings. But, you know, my initial build that I've made, and again, subject to change without notice, I've got Lonzo Ball, but he was last guy in. He was absolutely last guy in for me. And I still might make a change there because there's a lot of question marks up and down. That's why I love this slate. It's so hard. Um, so I talked about Beverly. You know, this Frank... Uh, let's call him Frankie N. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The starting point guard for New York. He's only going to play limited minutes here. So he's cheap, but I don't trust it. So on FanDuel, where you need two of them, I suppose you could look at him, but I don't know if he's going to see more than 20 minutes today. So I'm kind of off of him, although he does provide you some salary relief, at least uh, in your lineups today. So uh, on FanDuel, it's, it's Lowry for me. And then... It's between Ball, Grant, and maybe Beverly, but I have a tough time pulling the trigger on Beverly in cash today. Uh, moving on to shooting guard, DeMar DeRozan averaged about 40 uh, DraftKings points a game against the Bulls last year, and he should be fine here today, but we just it's hard to pay up for too many guys, and if you're playing Lowry, do you really want to go ahead and, and play DeMar DeRozan? I don't think so. On FanDuel, where you got to roster two, uh, there's a, you know, I think Lou Williams is at 4,700 is going to be probably a lock for me at this position simply because, um, uh, he's just too cheap. It's an up-tempo game. Uh, he's going to get shots. That's what he does. And, uh, you know, he doesn't, not a well-rounded player from a fantasy perspective, but our other options that we have, you could go to Jordan Clarkson for LA and he's all over the map. Because there's a huge, you know, kind of timeshare. He's not a starter. He's going to be playing bench minutes. Um, and I, I'm okay with Clarkson. I'm, I'm not taking him out of the equation. But I'm already potentially playing ball. Definitely playing Brandon Ingram, who we'll get to later. And then you've got this power forward spot where you've got potentially three guys you could you could roster. So um, I think Lou Williams for me, again, on the Clippers, they lost a lot of offense there with Chris Paul, and I think Lou Williams can provide that better than Beverly. So at 4,700, I like him. Courtney Lee's a starter for the Knicks, but I get really nervous on ever playing Courtney Lee. He was a little bit better last year, I felt, in terms of not being that guy who plays like 35 minutes and, um, you know, gets you like 12 fantasy points. So he's not out of the equation either at small, at, um, at the shooting guard spot, at least on FanDuel today. Holiday, I like him a lot, but man, I was hoping he'd be like 5K. He's 6,500 over on DraftKings uh, or on FanDuel. That's a really tough price to pay on Justin Holiday. I think he's going to get shots. Um, and I've got him penciled in at, what, 5,900 over there on DK today. But on FanDuel, uh, I just don't love that salary on him. He's so pricey. And Tim Hardaway Jr., he's a guy who's going to provide a ton of offense for New York this year. But he's also probably going to get matched up, I'm thinking, against Paul George. And that's one of the you know last matchups I really want if I'm looking to roster you know a, a scorer for New York. He can shut him down. Paul George is an elite defender in this league. So Hardaway makes it tough and I think like that's probably why I'm more than and even if it's not him it's probably going to be Andre Roberson would we say like there I mean it's like whoever Mello gets matched up with and maybe maybe Mello uh I mean I'm trying to figure out the matchup here 
is Roberson probably goes to Porzingis, we have to say. And then maybe it's Roberson on Hardaway and George on Lee. I mean, it's tough to kind of figure out how this defensive rotation is going to work. But you've got two really plus defenders now for Oklahoma City in George. And you still have one very minus defender in Carmelo. So I think you got to kind of figure out where Carmelo is going to land. And, uh, and maybe that's your option. I suppose it could be. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., but I'm not convinced of that. I, I'd be surprised if they would put Mello on the guy, on one of the few guys who could actually score on this team. So maybe Lee, I'm talking myself into him. Is there a chance Lee gets matched up with Mello? That could be an advantageous uh, spot there. Um, that's pretty much what I'm looking at. Again, Norman Powell, I'd rather have Clarkson or um, Lou Williams over him and Courtney Lee, so he's last on that list. Austin Rivers is cheap. But he's also, you know, and his dad's the coach, so he could get playing time. This is a tempo up game. But he's also been injured over the last couple of weeks, and I just don't see them giving him a full complement of minutes here right off the bat. So um, keep your eyes and ears out on that. If there's any, if they would say no minutes restriction, maybe because he's cheap at 4,300. But this does not feel like a pay up spot here for DeMar DeRozan. And I just, I just feel like Justin Holiday's probably too much over there on, uh, on FanDuel. All right, moving on to small forward here. And Brandon Ingram's the one guy that I am feel like I'm confidently rostering on both FanDuel, DraftKings, and Fantasy Draft this week. Um, he's a guy who's, you know, going to do everything. And he looks really improved off of last season. You know, both rebounding, assists. You know, I still think he's got not the greatest jump shot in the world, but it's getting better. I mean, he's only like 19, 20 years old. So, uh, I think Brandon Ingram gets better. This is a tempo up game for him. Uh, they're only three-point underdogs. They they have high expectations for him, and he's 5,800 today. So the most well-rounded player, I think, on that team and uh, a guy that I'm looking to kind of roster here today. Long, can still get some block shots, so I like him. And then the other small forward spot's tough. I mean, I feel like, again, you look at position scarcity – Maybe we just play Paul George and move on, and I, I, I'm kind of leaning that way. I mean, he's a guy who obviously is not going to need the offensive role that he had previously in Indiana because he's got Westbrook, he's got you know Melo, but I still think like you know he can put up comparable numbers. It's not like he was averaging 30 points a game. He does a lot on you know rebounding, assist wise, and I don't feel like his numbers are going to tail off nearly as much as uh, obviously we see with Russell Westbrook. So 8,600 is a more reasonable salary for him. I've got him penciled in my mock lineup on on DK today at 8,100. It's an even better salary that we have there. And I just think he's hands down like the guy we want over Carmelo Anthony today. So uh, I like him a good bit and looking. I'm not on Gallinari today. Um, Paul Zipser with Chicago is no. Uh, McDermott maybe, I mean, he's a guy that I think you could kind of consider here. And again, on DraftKings, you got a little bit more flexibility. There's a few other guys you can move around. Um, but, you know, McDermott, he played all right in the preseason. It is some revenge here, and he could be one of the better quote-unquote scorers. But people have been saying that for a while, and he's never really been a good scorer. So um, 4,600, I think I'm probably not going there. Uh, power forward, we're loaded up with options here on FanDuel. You kind of wish they could have had some of these other guys, you know, 
move to small forward. And I think like you're playing on DraftKings today, we've got a lot of these guys that we can kind of move around. Um, power forward, center, small forward. Gives you a lot more flexibility. I'm going to start on the cheap side of things here because uh, Michael Beasley could be in play for us at 4K against Oklahoma City. Uh, he Especially if he would draw the start. You know, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, there's some rumblings. Potentially, he could work his way into that starting lineup, especially if Frank N uh, is not the starter. But I'm probably thinking he's going to come off the bench, but I think he'll probably be first man off and is going to play close to 30 minutes today. And he's always been a guy when kind of needed to be a scorer can be that scorer. He's never... Uh, anybody who, I don't think he like plays well as like second fiddle guy, third fiddle guy. Um, over the last few years, it seems like when he plays well, it's when he's just got major opportunity because studs are out and they don't have any studs on that team outside of Porzingis. And he's not even like a, a ball heavy guy. So I, I think Beasley is a guy that I'm looking at squarely in tournaments today because I think the ownership will be low on him. Uh, I'm not confident enough to kind of go there and cash games today but I like Beasley and GPPs a good bit and then you got the Lakers situation where you got three power forwards here and Kyle Kuzma Larry Nance Jr. and Randall and Kuzma is legit boys and girls like this kid is just dominated uh the preseason for this Lakers team and you know I I think like I think he's the best you know long-term answer potentially for them he was a late round draft pick out of Utah was really overshadowed by uh, Jakob Podol at a good portion of his time there. And the kid can play. And But the problem is, like, you still have Nance, you still have Randall. It's like these two guys aren't bad players in their own right. Randall's going to be good to go, you know, back today. And he's been pretty productive himself in the preseason. Kuzma's at 4,800, Nance at 4,900, Randall at 63. The price is probably going to just keep me off of Randall entirely. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if he has a nice game. Kuzma, a little bit nervous just because it is the first regular season game. I don't think he had butterflies after playing preseason and everything else, um, but I, I am very bullish on him in the long term. So uh, DraftKings, you've got that more flexibility with the guard positions, the forward positions, the utility positions. He's 4,800. Nance is 4,300 over there. Beasley's at 3,900. So I think that's kind of your value uh, threshold, value spots over on DraftKings a little bit today. Uh, all right, let's keep talking about some other guys. I'm not playing Serge Ibaka, I don't think, at 6,300. And then Laurie Markkinen. Man, I... I I don't know what to do here because I don't want to play him. I don't think he's good. But they basically lost all competition for his minutes because of a freaking practice fight. Portis is out. Um, Miritich is out. So suddenly this guy who looked like was in a clear timeshare, don't really have to worry about him getting 30 minutes, you know, take him slow to potentially playing like 32 plus minutes and probably going to need to be somewhat of a scorer here. Now, again, he's not a ball dominant player, but he's going to jack up some shots. He's had some pretty good games in the preseason, but FanDuel just like put it to us. They're like, no, we're not going to give you a free square today. We gave you enough free squares 
yesterday. So we're going to jack him up to 6500 and dare you to pay to overpay for Laurie Markkinen because let's face it, if those other two guys are playing, he's, you know, we're laughing at that price. Uh, on DraftKings, he's 5600 uh, That's even more tempting of a spot. Because again, Chicago, they don't play, they don't play very deep. They don't have a lot of options to kind of go to on this team. So um, Markkinen, man, I'm I'm considering playing him here a little bit. Um, probably not on FanDuel. I think they priced him out for me. But on DraftKings, uh, he's definitely going to be on the list today. And I'm not playing Carmelo Anthony. As for Porzingis, again, I'm trying to figure out this matchup. And for a second, I thought maybe he'll get more. Carmelo will get Porzingis. But I just can't believe Billy Donovan would do that. Um, feels like putting Roberson over there is, is probably the way to go. Uh, Porzingis isn't overpriced at 8200 Again, you know, New York, somebody has to score for this team. Um, I'm okay with him. I don't love him, especially kind of coming off this hip injury. But uh, he's fine if he can make him work. Uh, he's not a must-play for me. Okay, let's get to the center spot. And another one where, like, the Knicks just, oh. I mean, we got, what are they doing? Like, Willie Hernan Gomez is pretty decent, I think. Like, I think he's a he's a, a decent enough guy to, to play, like, 28, 29, 30 minutes a game. But then they go and trade for Ennis Cantor, who I actually, like, don't mind Cantor's offensive game. He's like the worst defender in the league. But I don't mind him at all um, offensively. But he's, you know, you question how many minutes he's going to see here. I mean, I think he's playing about 22 to 25. Um, but we got Hernan Gomez. We've got Kyle O'Quinn still. Uh, you've got Porzingis who can slide over and play the five if they need to. So it's just a mess, and uh, it's making it pretty toxic and tough for me to play because I just don't know how it's going to kind of break down. Uh, DeAndre Jordan against the Lakers. You know, he's intriguing on FanDuel because of the three points for blocks, but they also jacked up his price to 8200 So you really, you know, have to decide do you want to pay that number for him, and I'm not sure that I do. Uh, Brooke Lopez probably out on him today uh, against DeAndre Jordan, although... You know, upon further reflection, like, Lopez is a guy who likes to hang outside. DeAndre Jordan's not a guy who likes to hang outside. He likes a guy, he's a guy who likes to come off of his defender and uh, basically block shots in the paint. So, wouldn't shock me if Brooke Lopez got, you know, five three-pointers or something here tonight. So, I think he's uh, GPP only. I'm not considering him for cash, but uh, he'll be low-owned for sure. Uh, Adams uh, at 6,300, probably not looking at him. I mean, the Knicks are going to be dreadful on defense. Uh, but at 6,300, I, I don't see me going there. Uh, call me crazy, but I think Valanchunas is a guy I've got my eye on. Robin Lopez is a guy I kind of have my eye on as well. At least he's a veteran. We kind of know what we're going to get from him. Um, I think you get more upside with Valanchunas, um, but probably a little bit more safety with Lopez. Seemingly, Valanchunas will have these games where he just doesn't show up and do anything. Lopez, he'll do something for you, um, but he's a little bit cheaper too. Fifty-four hundred on DraftKings or on FanDuel, DraftKings. We've got uh, Valanchunas pretty cheap over there at forty-eight hundred. So uh, pretty good savings there from him to Robin Lopez, extra four hundred bucks. So uh, that's the take, and I did a lot of talking. And I don't know how strong of the opinions I gave. I'll tell you the guys that I'm, I'm pretty much locking in is going to be Lowry and Ingram. 
I will definitely have Paul George in some lineups today. And Michael Beasley, favorite tournament target uh, for me tonight. Uh, Holiday, you know, or Jerry and Grant, one of these two guys will probably do well today. It's tough to know which one is going to be for cash games. So you maybe you split that up amongst the two sites. But um, tough day. Tough day. Should be a fun kind of tournament night. Your cash games, I don't think you're going to feel comfortable with them. At least I'm not as of 10.30 this morning. But uh, there you go. That's your outlook on NBA for you on this Thursday. Uh, I'm out tomorrow. We got Mangone with you. Um, And then, of course, uh, the weekend grind will be back on Saturdays for NBA. You'll have Mangone and uh, I believe Sir Giant will be with them. So you can catch those guys on Saturday. We'll have that right here on the Fix feed. So if you're looking to play weekend NBA, those guys will take care of you there. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, downloading. Check out Fantasy Draft, a great sponsor. Uh, Fire over there. Play some rig-free head-to-head games and uh, support what they're trying to accomplish over there, which they feel is uh, a player's first website, fair rake, and uh, always making improvements. So uh, check them out if you haven't done so already. Uh, Back next week. Good luck this weekend. Win yourself some cash in NFL, and uh, I'll talk to you um, next week. Till then, see you, everybody. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the iPhone XR with its amazing camera included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after monthly credit supplied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630 pay $32 a month per line with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. 